Welcome to Radio Tambua, an outreach of ACFA, the Africa Center for Apologetics Research. ACFA equips God's people for the defense of the faith, biblical discernment, and cult evangelism. Let's begin today's message. My name is Vincent Kajuma. I am an apologist from Nairobi, Kenya with the Africa Center for Apologetics Research. And today I'd like us to answer the question that is commonly asked. Is apologetics only for smart, educated people? Now, apologetics is, I know, a scary word sometimes, especially if it brings up images of professors debating in auditoriums in Oxford or in academic halls in Harvard. You know, tonight, the atheist evolutionary biologist Richard Dawkins versus the professor of mathematics John Lennox go head to head in the hall. No, that is one way perhaps that apologetics can happen, but that is not the way, the one way that the Bible instructs Christians to approach apologetics. Now, biblically, Apologetics is something that all believers are called to do and are enabled to do by the Holy Spirit. Apologetics is simply the Christian discipline of having reasons for what you believe and being ready and willing to share those reasons with the person who asks you why you believe them. The Christian discipline of having reasons for what you believe and being ready and willing to share those reasons with a person who asks you why you believe. Think with me on this passage of scripture where the Greek word apologia, from which we get the English word apologetics as we know it in English, where that word is used and that's in the letter of Peter, first Peter, the first letter of Peter, chapter three, first Peter, chapter three. And Peter is writing to Christians who live in a context where their faith is opposed. They are enemies of the state because of their being believers and confessing that Jesus Christ is the Lord and not Caesar or the emperor at their time. They are at odds with the world around them. And that is not very different from us today even though we might not be living under actual persecution and fear of death in East Africa, there are some believers in other parts of the world who are going through. But that position where the world, your colleagues, your friends at school, maybe your family, do not believe and maybe do not even like the things you believe. They don't like when you bring Christ into the picture or into the conversation. You find yourself constantly needing to practice apologia. So look with me at the end of verse 14. I will read. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy. Always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. 
in this text you find that phrase make a defense that word defense is the word apologia make a defense make a defense you need to know what you believe you need to be able to express what you believe you need to be able to clarify what is not clear and even to defend it when it is represented wrongly by someone However, in this large portion that we have read, there are three things, three aspects, three ideas, three things to have in mind when you are defending your faith, when you are explaining your faith, when you are giving reasons why you believe and why you have a hope that Christians are called to and that are say to us here. So first of all, I'd like you to notice that Apologetics begins in the heart. Apologia begins in the heart. It begins in the heart when we fear Christ more than we fear men. Look with me at verse 14. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy. There is something that all believers are called to do. They are called to fear Christ more than they fear men. In fact, to have no fear of men. And that is the spirit that comes into the discipline of apologia. So say, for example, when you are at work and someone tells you that as a Christian, you worship the white man's God. You are able to gently explain to this person, perhaps, that actually, Christ may have come through the missionaries who are white, but Christ did not come from these missionaries. Christ is a Jew. Christ is not a white Caucasian man. He is the human embodiment of the living God. So you are able to present this boldly to your friend who might be intimidating to you, but because you have a reason for the hope that is in you. You don't follow him because you follow white men. You follow him because you know who he reveals himself to be in the Bible, which is the very way he revealed himself to Americans and the Brits and so on. This is, this is the Messiah, the King of the Jews, who God has exalted to be king over all men. The second thing that we see from 1 Peter 3 is that apologetics is not only something that begins in your heart with you fearing Christ above all men. It also involves your mind. Apologia involves your mind when we know what we believe and why we believe it. This is the only way that we can show people why is it that we are living with the hope of heaven. Look with me at verse 15b. Always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Friends, the Holy Spirit wants us to have clear foundations on which we build our faith. And he wants us to be ready to share with other people these foundations that we have, why we believe what we believe. In fact, this is the language of evangelism. And so biblical evangelism is, in a sense, apologia. 
So if your brother who is not a believer is asking you, why is it that you believe? What are the foundations on which you believe? That old book that you're reading, why do you believe that it is the word of God? And why do you base your life on the promises in that old book? You are able to say that scripture is the word of God given to us by the hands of the apostles and the prophets and apostles who are preserved from error in their writing, prophets who are preserved from error in their writing, who are moved along by the power of the Holy Spirit. Scripture is without error, without fault. All that scripture says has and will be fulfilled and so on. You are able to give your reasons why you accept the Bible to be the word of God. Of course, foundationally, it is because God says it is. You believe it because you believe God and because it has the character of God's word. So there are foundations that have to be in your mind that you're able to pass along to communicate to people as you give a reason for the hope that is in you. And then lastly, it involves your heart, we, we have said. It involves your mind, we, we have said. And lastly, it involves your whole character. We should be consciously making a case for Christ with the kind of character that we have in people's eyes. Look with me at verse 15b. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. So do it as you speak to people, as you give a defense for what you believe. Do so with gentleness. Don't do it roughly. Do so with respect. Don't do it with pride and disrespect. Don't talk down on people. And do so having a good conscience. Do so with an awareness that you are serving Christ, that you are, are speaking with the power of the Holy Spirit, who is going to use the truths of the gospel that you are communicating and defending to work in this person's life. Do so with a good conscience. And the reason is that when, in the event that you are slandered, those who slander you, those who want to speak ill about your faith on account of your behavior may have nothing to say. In other words, your conduct and your words are working hand in hand to make a case for the gospel. And so be aware of that as you do this high and distinguished practice of presenting your faith and giving reasons for your faith, making a defense for the faith that we have in Christ. To learn more about the Africa Center for Apologetics Research, visit us at africanapologetics.org.